Listen, buddy, if you're looking for the Diet Frozen Yogurt Bar, it went out of business last summer. Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14. Coffee and Comics Podcast. I am your host, the caffeinated Clinton Robinson, and today we will be at a book like we usually do. Yes, even on an audio medium, we're going to be looking at a book. In case you are new to this show, this is the podcast where I tend to more or less go over a comic in the span of time it takes to have a nice little coffee break. Sometimes we kind of go over that limit, but it's okay. So, today, I'll be discussing Trinity of Sin, Pandora, one-shot from DC Comics. Published way back in the fun, fun era of November 2014. Your creative team for this book... Writer, Ray Fox. Breakdowns by Tom Derenick. Artist is Francis Portella. Colorist, Andrew Dalhouse. Letterer, Taylor Esposito. Cover by Gillam March and Tomo Moray. Tom, T-O-M-E-U. I'm not sure how you say that. The show, show, the show, no, the book was titled Sacrifice. So our book opens with various versions of Pandora across multiple realities, trying to reshape their worlds. In each reality, each Pandora is more or less reunited with that golden skull that is the Pandora's box of that world, quite literally. And we eventually see all the various Pandoras gathered together. They begin to argue amongst themselves a bit, but one Pandora stands above the others and announces that she is the one who knows how to do everything right. She's done all this before. It's time for all this BS to come to an end. Which leads to about 15 pages or so worth of fighty-fight action. And at the end, the one good Pandora emerges triumphant, or if we can call her a good Pandora. She absorbs the powers of all the others, and decides it's time to end this cycle, and lets herself and the Pandora's box skull fade away, no longer trying to reshape reality. She decides to let all the multiverse take its own course. And that is... In essence, Trinity of Sin Pandora. Wow, that may be the shortest recap I've ever done on this show. But, 
Anyway, we're going to take a quick break here, and when I come back, I'm going to actually discuss this. Hello, Paul. Hello. I am Dr. Helfenstaffner. Come in, come in, please. Take a seat. Take a seat. What can I do for you today? I just, I just, I can't sleep. I, I, I can't focus on anything. The only thing I can think about is like DC events. DC events, as in the comic books. DC events. Yes, yes, the comic book events. Ooh, interesting. Uh, are we we talking things like Crisis on Infinite Earth? Yeah, yeah, totally. That one, yeah. Uh, Infinite Crisis. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Oh. Very, very invasion, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the uh, the Genesis. Uh, not so much. No. Oh. Okay. Well, I think it's really good if you talk about the things that are troubling you in your life. So maybe you should do a podcast about this obsession. What? What, what do you call this obsession? What do you think it is? I think you're a unique case. I've not seen anything like this before in my office. I'm going to suggest that you have what we call DCOCD. What? DCOCD? You are obsessive and compulsive about your DC events. I think you should talk it out, get it out of your system via a podcast. I will help you, my friend. We shall do a podcast together about your DCOCD. Oh, Okay. When I won't even start? charge you for it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't think I can claim you on <laughs> benefits. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. <laughs> when shall we start? Um, I'll get back to you on that. I'll check my I'll check my timetable. <laughs> cool. Okay, everybody back. Good. All right, first off, let's start with the cover because it did get mentioned in the credits. The cover is one of those motion covers where you can, you know, move it back and forth. It gives you two different images. It's basically the skull trying to eat Pandora. But it's got one of those kind of covers where you can run your finger across it and make the... This is such a 90s cover. God, this is such a 90s gimmicky cover. I mean, it's neat looking. Don't get me wrong, it's got great art on it. it. It's really neat, but man, it just... It feels like it's about 20 years out of date. Okay, so as for the story. The story itself ties in with New 52 Future's End. I couldn't tell you anything about what New 52 Future's End. Um, other than like it had a tie-in with that year's free comic book day. So, yeah. But either way, from what I can tell, I don't think this story actually really affects the uh, Future's End story. It just happens to be plastered on the cover. The story itself, um, we kind of have to backtrack like three-ish years before that. Because uh, when DC switched to the New 52, if you're not aware, they completely renumbered all the books. Everything started at issue 1. And all 52 of the initial number 1s had a cameo or some sort of appearance of Pandora somewhere in the background. 
She was basically touted as somebody who was going to be important to the New 52, and then nobody really knew what to do with her. So we ended up with a character that nobody heard from for like two-ish years. And then when they decided to bring her in, it kind of already had changed so that things didn't play out the way they originally intended, I guess. If they really had anything planned. Because, let's be honest, I get the feeling the New 52 editorial offices didn't exactly talk to each other and hash things out, a la Superman Summit from back in the 90s. Yay, we're back at the 90s again. I love the 90s. Anyway, so the story itself is not terrible, but it sure takes a lot to really think about. Uh, it's, you really don't know what's going on. And honestly, I mean, maybe if I'd been reading the other Trinity of Sin stuff, you know, The Question, Phantom Stranger, or even, maybe somewhere in there the Future's End stuff relates to it. I don't know, but for, for the most part, this was just like being thrown into the middle of a filler episode that tried to pass itself off as something. But, I mean, not, nothing wrong with that. That Sometimes that's good. Sometimes you got to eat the filler, as you know, Jared Albrecht says. But, I don't know. I mean, story-wise, this was... This was okay for a single read, but... I mean, I tried to reread it, and honestly, I was just like, no. Yeah. Now, the art. The art in this thing is good. I really dig the art. You know, poor person that had to draw Pandora a thousand times. I'm so glad that, you know, you got to change it up in different body styles, different creature forms, all that kind of thing. Different costumes. Basically, the only thing you really had to keep straight for Pandora was the marks on her cheeks. All the characters seem to be what they are supposed to be. The effects are really nice. The colors are really fun. Um, yeah, that's... For the most part, folks, this is a slog. If you're a completist, go for it. If not, hard pass. This was... Yeah... This was, uh, definitely part of the Trinity of Sin. Uh, I'm not sure if it's DC's Sin or mine, though. But, anyway, that, yeah. I mean, it, I know it's a horribly short, all-over-the-place kind of review, but... Then again, this is a horribly short, all-over-the-place story. So... If you've got the DC app, just do it that way. If you see it in a bin for anything less than a dollar, then I'd say you're still probably... Uh, anything more than a quarter is probably too much. Sorry, folks. So, one more quick break, and I'll be back with some listener feedback. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. 
so when they needed us, we could make the podcasts. That they never could. it is like to cross over to feel so desperately that the comic is right yet to fail all the same dread it run from it March 2021 still arrives evacuate the network Engage all defenses. And get this man a cold Mountain Dew. Ooh, a cold Mountain Dew. I haven't tried one of those. Nah, nah, nah. Make it warm. Thank you. Fun isn't something one considers when podcasting an event. But this... <laughs> Does put a smile on my face. Who the hell are you guys? Marvel Marching Society. We don't know where we're going, but we're on the way. A podcasting crossover mega event in the spirit of JL May. Coming in March 2021. Covering Marvel's fall crossover event, Axe of Vengeance. A cabal of evil threatens the Avengers and the entire Marvel Universe. Doctor Doom, the Red Skull, Kingpin, Doctor Doom, Magneto, the Wizard, Doctor Doom, the Mandarin, and Doctor Doom have banded together to pit Earth's mightiest heroes against foes they have never faced before. An array of heroes face enemies they are totally unfamiliar with. But who is secretly pulling the vengeful Cabal's strings? And can the Avengers take down the true mastermind before his hidden scheme succeeds? Featuring podcasts from Third Degree Burn, Back to the Bins, Avenger Spotlight, Coffee and Comics, Comic Book Time Machine, Doom Speak, Fan Holes Podcast, Fire and Water Podcast Network, Head Speaks, Into the Weird, Justice Not Entirely Dissimilar to Lightning, A Thunderbolts Podcast, Longbox Crusade, Married with Comics, The Quantum Cast, Resurrections, an Adam Warlock podcast, Rolled Spine podcasts, and Views from the Long Box. Marching its way to your favorite podcatchers and hosting sites in 2021. Act of Vengeance, a true story.
we're back. Last episode, you might remember, I covered Hercules number one from the, um, I think it was like 2016, something like that. Fairly recent. You know, a much more positive episode, but anyway, that episode got like, shares, retweets, all the fun stuff from Long Box of Darkness, Into the Weird, Retro Atomic Radio, Continuum Trick, Comics 42, Austria at Mike underscore Sarat, The Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Billy Delicious, Mike Garvey, Rossma Showed, Max Reads Comics, The Hammer Strikes, They Live, Alan Middleton, Secret Wars and Beyond, Chris Tados, Chris Lydon, Chris at BTO and Bat Books, Maggie in the Rain watching Tunes, Green Lantern HG, Hawk Lord Dragon, Radioactive Dinosaur, Varangian Vigilante, Charlton Hero, Warlock Thanos Podcast, Timothy D. Ayers, J. Jones Goldstein, Charlton Hero, Professor Frenzy, Kim Ellis, Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, Screw It Comics, Kobol Georgi, Gene Hendricks, Pat Sampson, Jerry Green, Jonathan Schaefer Hames, Hal Jordan, Mike Garvey, Bill Beer, Ruth and Darren Sutherland, and Michael Lane. Over on Twitter, we got some feedback. Doc Strange, a.k.a. Billy Delicious, says, Good episode. Always love Hercules. Green Lantern HG says, Great episode, my friend. I keep hearing good things about Marvel's Herc that I'm tempted to check it out. At one point or another, I'm going to have to. But I've been fighting against it. Oh, come on, HG. It's right there. Read it. It's so good. Uh, Professor Frenzy says... This was a very fun episode. Good to have you back. Well, I'm glad to be back, and I really don't like taking that long off in between. But unfortunately, I seem to have come close this time, too. <sighs> Such is what happens. But that seems to be bringing us to a close to this episode. Seems to have gone a little short, but that's okay. We are just, you know, that kind of show. So anyway, thank you for joining me. I hope you come back next time. And remember, this is the place where the comics are never too old and the coffee is never too cold. This has been a Coffee and Comics production. All material referenced herein is copyright the respective owners and is believed covered under fair use. Feedback can be left by emailing coffeeandcomicspodcast at gmail.com, visiting the website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com, or on Twitter at coffeecomicsblg. 